Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. Two Denver cops respond to an apartment complex for a welfare check. While speaking with the caller, Neil Haggerty comes from a neighboring unit and attacks an officer, ripping the badge off his uniform, using the pin to slice the officer's neck. The second officer steps in. Haggerty tries to take his gun, but the cop overpowers and cuffs Haggerty. Crime Online's John Limley. Nancy, the first officer, was left with a six-inch laceration to his neck that thankfully missed major blood vessels and only required stitches. The second officer had minor lacerations to his hands, but was quickly cleared to return to work. Authorities do not believe the caller had any involvement in the attack. Both cops treated for injuries and recovering. Haggerty, 57, old enough to know better, charged with two counts ag assault on a cop. Pedro Grajales walks into a Connecticut police station and calmly informs the front desk he stabbed his girlfriend, Nilda Rivera, multiple times. Cops find Rivera in Grajales' car, rush her to the hospital, where she's pronounced dead. Grajales found out Rivera was seeking someone else and plotted to kill her for several days. After stabbing Rivera, Grajales sent photos of her to her new boyfriend. Police found Rivera in the passenger seat with more than 25 stab wounds to her face, chest, and arms. The knife used in the stabbing was found in the center console of the car. Grajales, 52, on a $3 million bond for murder. More crime and justice news after this. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. A man shot and killed another man Monday at Rose State College in Oklahoma. This, according to police, who reported no other injuries after the campus was briefly put on lockdown. Midwest City Police Chief Sid Porter said the men were acquainted through a domestic situation but did not elaborate on exactly what their relationship was or what led to the shooting. He also did not say if either man was a student or staff member at the school. Video showed crime scene tape around the Humanities Building in the center of Rose State College and multiple law enforcement agencies on the campus. Porter said the victim was shot one time and the suspect was confronted by officers who work on campus. Rose State College has around 13,000 students and is just outside Oklahoma City. Four prisoners are on the loose after escaping over the weekend from a Mississippi jail already under federal scrutiny for alleged mismanagement. Sydney Sumner is with Crime Online. The escape began around 8 p.m. Saturday when the four men broke out of the Raymond Detention Center, a facility near the state capital of Jackson, through breaches in a cell and in the roof. The prisoners, Dylan Arrington, Casey Grayson, Corey Harrison, and Jerry Raines, had been incarcerated for a range of felony charges, most involving theft. Police say one of the prisoners stole a Hines County Public Works vehicle, which was later recovered in a suburb of Houston, Texas. According to our friends with WAPT-TV, investigators also believe a stolen Chevy Silverado is connected to the escape. In July, a federal judge ordered a rare takeover of the jail after he said deficiencies in supervision and staffing led to a stunning array of assaults as well as deaths. 
In December, the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals stayed that order after the county filed a motion for reconsideration. Prospective jurors say that if they were to convict a man of killing 11 worshippers at a Pittsburgh synagogue in the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history, they would be capable of sentencing him to die. Jury selection is now underway in the trial of 50-year-old Robert G. Powers, who faces 63 counts in the October 27, 2018 attack of the Tree of Life Synagogue, where members of three Jewish congregations were holding Sabbath activities. The charges include 11 counts of obstruction of free exercise of religion resulting in death and 11 counts of hate crimes resulting in death. Bowers, a truck driver from the Pittsburgh suburb of Baldwin, could receive the death sentence if convicted. Civil rights activists are seeking to draw attention to an 1882 rape that ended with the black teenage victim dying in prison, her white attacker dead, and three men lynched. Crime Online's Sydney Sumner. Margaret Vinegar was just 14 when two family friends came across her being sexually assaulted under a downtown Lawrence Bridge in Kansas and intervened. The body of her attacker, David Bousman, a farmer in his 40s, was later found in the Kansas River. Arrests ensued and a mob broke into the jail, hanging the two friends, Isaac King and George Robertson, as well as Margaret's father, Pete Vinegar, who was not even in town the day it all happened. Margaret was later convicted of murder, tried on a story that she had enticed her attacker under the bridge so her friends could rob him. Last year, on the 140th anniversary, a historical marker was erected at the site of the lynching. Now, the coalition is proposing a second marker in remembrance of Margaret and her plight. Margaret died of tuberculosis in the state penitentiary in Lansing at the age of 20, while her attorney sought a pardon for her. Because it's unclear what happened to Margaret Vinegar's body, the NAACP has proposed that her marker be placed near the site of her trial in downtown Lawrence. Devin Mitchell grabs some food at Taco Bell, then gets pulled over for a traffic violation. Mississippi cops can see Mitchell furiously reaching around in his car as they approach. Cops search the car and the Taco Bell bag. Inside a quesadilla wrapper, cops find a gun, a vial of liquid heroin, and a baggie of meth shoved inside. I guarantee you, he did not get that at the drive-thru. He's charged with possession of drugs, paraphernalia, and owning a gun as a convicted felon. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. For this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace. 